This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 602 in the AM. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. On this fantastic feel-good first responder Friday. Rob Long, Jeremy Conn, Ed Norris is uh, not in this morning. What's going on, Jeremy? What's up, man? Yeah, lots of, uh, it's going to be a busy weekend. You think about all the things going on. I know a lot of people are going to be selling their, celebrating like their Halloween parties this weekend. No. Um, you get dressed up and get no. into that? Nope, not for you. Nope. Anyway, the, the point being is like you've got football Saturday, Sunday. We've got the World Series starting. The NBA and NHL has gotten underway. And then we're just a short while away from college hoops getting started, which... Yeah. Who, buddy? Did you see ESPN Live look in uh, Rick Pitino's practice at St. John last night? No, I saw like some clips. I didn't get to see the the whole thing. So. I watched it. You know, I'm a Pitino fan. Uh, you can put your jokes in now. You want me to get it started or you want me to wait? I had. <laughs> Jeez, you, this isn't even fun if you're not going to fight back. I no, I don't want any of this. Go ahead, man. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> I know they're coming. Go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> it's almost like if you're an Astros fan and you start talking about championships, go ahead, bring it up. Trash cans. Uh, every time, like, you got to get used to it at some point yeah. and just say, go ahead. Once you're done, we'll talk about other stuff. But go ahead. I know you have to get this off your chest. No, wait, no I would have been like, when you're done, he's still one of the greatest coaches of all time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's no question about that. The guy was awesome. He still is awesome. I met him. Ooh, was it April when I was in Chicago with the Orioles? You did say you. Uh, I, mean, I took pictures of it. It's on, it's on Facebook, I believe. We went to um, was it Gibson Steakhouse? And you ran into him there, and he was there. And like nobody, like you, got, you guys act like you don't see Rick Martino over here. Was his waitress on the table or no? Or was she? No, she, no, okay. no, no. She just stepped down. All right, just <laughs> I got one in. That's got it. one in. That's it. Sorry. That was good. That was well placed too. <laughs> World Series begins tonight. Isn't it odd for the series to begin on a Friday night? It does feel weird. We were always told that like Friday night was like the night you didn't want to be on TV for sports, right? right. It was right. You know, you want that Thursday night viewing. You want the Saturday night viewing or all day Sunday. 
Um, and I, I don't know. I just always thought Friday night was the night where people would go out, and that's the night that you wouldn't have these major sports starting. But nope. I guess these little things right here changes it all. What the fuck is my phone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, these things right here, you go out and still, hey, what's going on? Yeah, on the rocks, uh, second inning. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, there's no, and then most, if you go to a bar zone anyway. It's good, yeah. Um, speaking of which, um, what, what are you and the wife doing tomorrow? I think my wife might be working. Okay. Why? Uh, two extra tickets to, uh, I mean, you might not want to go. What? Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell Biv DeVoe. Escape. Now you know. Walking right into it, man. One twelve. The ticket god. What? Those are all my he, bands. He Slim gives. He gives again. The ticket god gives again. <laughs> I didn't even ask about this concert and going like, but this is now. He's just giving them out. You know, this is right up my alley, right? This I, I is, do. That's, that's why, my wheelhouse in the nineties. That's why I asked you. Just do me a favor. Don't call them a band. They're not white. They're a group. Well, one twelve is a group. Wait, 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 wait! Only white people can be in it's bands. Not a band. There's no black bands. No, who plays the instruments with that group? What group? One twelve. So they're not a band. They don't play instruments, I man. Get, that's you know what? He's, <laughs> Bill Biv DeVoe. Who's playing instruments? That, uh, there's a backing band, but the band is. They're not Bill part Bell of them. Right. Not, yeah, they're not part of Bell Biv DeVoe. Yeah, they're a group. They're not a band. <laughs> I think it's just a boombox. <laughs> Good old Michael Bivens. But like, look, yeah, that's that's because in the '90s too. Like when you talk about uh, you know Room One Twelve, that's where the players were. Yeah, yeah. we all know that. That's right. But that first album, man, I had that thing on a loop, walking around the hallways, and had my my uh, my Walkman at that point in time. Yeah, come on, <laughs> buddy. Now, I mean, if you want to go bands, you go, you know, maybe Mint Condition. That's a band. Okay, I, I get Rob's point on this, so I'm not arguing with yeah. him on it. It's not. It's not worth it, and then I, I kind of feel like after he explained himself, he's right. So. Is Earth, Wind, and Fire a, a band, band or a, a band. That's a uh, band. I got you. Commodore is okay. band. I see what you're saying. TLC. Yeah. No. Group. <laughs> there you go. Destiny's Child. Group. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. You feel me. What if they start playing instruments? Band. Immediately. Bangles. Walk like an Egyptian. Band. band. Football team. Bangles. <laughs> no? Band. Bengals. Football team. Ben 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I feel good about Friday, man. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you do seem a little chipper today. I'm, I'm chipper, man. I'm bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. You must be going on vacation soon. Some, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to Tampa next week, but on my days off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave the show, head on, fly on down, come back Sunday. Mm. I Can you believe, I mean, it's already next week's what, November? Yeah. Um, Wednesday. Yeah, it feels like I know somebody was talking about September. You blinked and it's but we always do this every year where we're waiting for football to get started. It starts and we go, "Wow, where'd it go? What happened?" I can't wait. My favorite holiday is coming up. Halloween. New. What a holiday! Happy Halloween. I'm a Thanksgiving guy. That's what I am. I too. love Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving and then the Friday right afterwards, like are the two best days of the year for me. Are we off that Friday? We're always off that Friday. We're always, unless the Ravens. No. Huh? We're definitely not always off. Yeah. We're we not were off, off last year. We worked the previous years. You've no. said that. You, we had the I same... volunteered to work on Friday. Remember, it was Black Friday. You guys were off. Yeah. You worked on I worked on I worked because that's when we actually had holidays. We have, last year, you, you and worked. I worked. Yes. And then the year before that, 
they the, didn't work. the Ravens, well, it, was, it was Monday morning quarterback. I said unless there was a game. They, okay. played, on, they played on Thanksgiving. Ed and I, I said unless there was a game. Ed and I worked almost 52 white Wednesdays. You can't work one Black Friday? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> when, when is white what about, Wednesday? What about Black Sunday? When is white Wednesday? <laughs> when, is, when did that day start? I don't know. It had some alliteration to it. So I was trying to make uh, it Black, Black Friday was cool, though, because yeah. Chuck even had a sound for it. Yeah. <laughs> a rejoinder. <laughs> Black Friday with Rob Law. Yeah. <laughs> These white m- <laughs> No, Stretched but- out a little bit. But yeah, I like, only had, only had Jay Bimbry and guys like that on the show that day. Yeah, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm about. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But you know, like in all honesty, uh, the, the Thanksgiving, like that that whole day, like my my experience on that holiday has kind of changed, like with just moving and not playing sports anymore. I used to get up and play flag football no, or tackle man. football every Thanksgiving. Here's my thing. This oh. actually begins Wednesday. With the drinking, look at that, that night before. I, I go no Wednesday, the golf tournament. Come on, the grab bag tournament. So with drinking and then yeah, and golf. <laughs> you act like you're going out golfing and you're not going to be drinking it that. Starts night. the the grab bag tournament. Uh, then I go home feeling a little woozy because I got I got to smoke the turkey. You know, I start the smoker, get that going. Uh, the other meat. Oh, so you are in charge of cooking too. You have some. I'm in charge of cooking all the protein, all the meats. I'm in charge of that. See, and wait. the ladies are in charge of all the sides because, for me, in my opinion, the sides on Thanksgiving are the most important part of the meal. Mm-hmm. Normally, like it's just the steak, it's the chicken, it's the turkey, whatever you have as a protein. That's normally the main part of the meal. Thanksgiving to me, nope, it's the sides. See, the thing with me with with like Thanksgiving, you know when the turkey's bad, when it's dry, when it. Yeah. Other than that, it's. It's not. There's not much difference in it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know when it's when you can't. You ever had a smoke? Yeah, I've had a smoke. Oh. I've had it. Uh, like I like them. The deep fried ones are now. That's to yeah. me. That's a little yeah. different. That's, that's, that's especially different. if you're injecting and all that other that's stuff. Different level. It's different. Yeah. My uncle down there on Thanksgiving. I think I have told you the story before. Uh, when I started smoking the turkey, tradition for me was my uncle. When I moved down there, he said, "You smoke the turkey." He showed me how to do it. And he and his sons used to do the hog. They used to rewind that thing. Mm-hmm. A couple of hours later, turn it again. They used to take the st- steak and just drop it right in. Yep. It's, and you heard it. That's how it sounds. A, <laughs> a lot of different feels growing up with yeah, uh, yeah. family from the south. Or if you want to, you could use the term hillbillies with me and what they do. I moved down there at 21. So it was culture shock for me. The first time I heard that. Oh, I don't want any. I'm good. I like hog malls. <laughs> I like pig's feet. Not anymore. <laughs> Week 8 picks at 645. Don't you go anywhere but on the other side. Kyle Mary, a full participant in practice Wednesday and Thursday. His status for Sunday's game is unknown. But McDonald says they'll be ready. Does it matter? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. Guys, regain confidence and performance in the bedroom with RevWave Therapy at LifeMed Institute. RevWave is a revolutionary, non-invasive ED treatment. Call 410-575-1200 or LifeMedInstitute.com to find out more. 1057 The Fan. You got to be ready for him, and obviously there's no reps of him this year in this system, so you're, you would try to marry you know, his skill set and what you've seen in the past with what they're trying to do. Not an easy task. You know, we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the week, but it's definitely something you have to, you know, be ready for if he if he if he is out there. I respect what Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald is saying. I do, but Kyler Murray hasn't played since what week twelve of last year. Um, Kyler Murray, I think, is a difference making quarterback. He is, he, you know, he's a career sixty-seven uh, uh, percent completion guy. He's a career ninety-two point five passer rated guy. He's a legit quarterback. He's a difference maker. He can run the football. He does it all. Um, but how much concern do you have over if he returns Sunday? Zero. I don't think he plays Sunday at all. Uh, like, I think the fact that he was just medically cleared and came back playing. Like, I think if you're a team like the Arizona Cardinals, hear me out on this. If you're the Cardinals, this season doesn't matter for them, right? Wins and losses, they know they're not going to the postseason. No, they're not. Um, so why would, you, why would you try to hurry up and bring your quarterback back against arguably the number one defense in the league, the team that leads the league in sacks. His first game back, so why I, I don't know why you rush it there. And then again— Especially we, a young quarterback. Yeah, and then we also see, too, and I'm not saying, like, if this were week one, then yes, obviously you're, you're coming back, or week three, and then there's still something to play for. I don't think there's anything for Arizona to play for. I think this is a lost season for them outside of just evaluating talent and moving This forward. is different from the Jets and the almost 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Is he 40 or right at 40? He's right around there. Yeah. Uh, when when you brought him in to win now, this is different. This is this is Kyler Murray, uh, who's you just resigned. He has a long term deal. He's going to be there for a while, uh, hopefully. You know, so I don't see that happening. I don't think Kyler Murray uh, status. Well, I mean, think about it. When we saw like even some of the Ravens players coming back and practicing in full, right that week. We were talking about, oh, we might get so and so back. We might get this guy back, and then we actually had to wait a week for the Steeler game. For some of them to come back, like yeah. Marlon Humphrey and a handful of they started. So I, just because you just started practicing, this isn't a hey. He's been off for three weeks. He had an ankle issue and he started practicing. This is he's been out for almost a calendar year, coming back from a significant injury, and we have nothing to play for. So why make any type of move to rush back if he is going to be your franchise quarterback? Because there's some people that think they want to move on from him already. Um, if they end up with a top draft pick. And, that, and, and that's the case that you're really not going to play him because you want to lose. Yeah. And you don't want him to give you an opportunity to win. I think that's <sighs> one of the reasons why Kyler Murray's pushing to come back sooner than later. 
because there was a thought that he was going to be out this whole year, that he just wasn't going to play. ACL, man. What's whatever happened to Remember the time ACL was the death sentence? Yes. What? Maybe, and then it went from then it, went, it was a death sentence. Then it went from that to a year and a half. Yeah, and then it went that Achilles is a death sentence. Yeah, you're not coming back from that. And, and now, now Aaron Rodgers is out throwing without a boot on. Yeah. And like he said, he had a he had a new kind of surgery that they're trying out, um, or a newer one, I should say, that they think could help him heal quicker or uh, recover quicker. I guess uh, I should say. Um, so I I don't know. Like I the I heard him he, when he was talking to the, the Manning brothers on that that uh, the Monday Night Football cast. They um. They talked about the fact that the only reason he was throwing is that he was on the sideline, and he just he said it's just what makes him feel normal. Right. He wasn't necessarily cleared or supposed to go do that. He was just tossing. So one day you think what they were. remember death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember when? Remember when you would die and then that would be it? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> what? Uh, modern medicine is something that, it'll never do that, of course. But modern medicine is something else, man. Um, yeah. So we both agree. Even if Kyler Murray plays, it's not going to be a game changer for the Cardinals. This is a bad football team, and I don't think they're bad just because they don't have a quarterback. I think they're bad for many other reasons, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. It's, look, it, there's they don't have the talent that other teams have. Um, clearly, you look at some of the injuries they've had. They've made some bad moves, which have cost them um, in trades right. and, and different signings. Uh, so, again, and I guess paying Kyler Murray, which you were going to have to do, they probably have some reservations about that as well, and not just because of the injury. There have been all kinds of stuff said about him and his work ethic and all these other things. Yeah. Would, he, would he try to go back to baseball if this wasn't working out? As you said, look, he's a good player. He just has some what Issues. I would deem character flaws. Yep. Yeah. I definitely deem him that. Um, by the way, Jessica hit me up on Facebook Messenger. She said, Rob, if Jeremy doesn't want to go, I love me some escape. Well, who doesn't love escape? Escape. Yeah. Wait, what? Are we, did I say it wrong? You said escape. I think I said escape. I think I did. I don't know about that one. All right. Well, if I did, my bad. Kick escape. off your shoes and relax your feet. <laughs> Party on down. It doesn't matter if escape or escape beat. <laughs> Just kick it. Just kick it, damn it. I used to love them, man. Uh, and then the one chick was on what? Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah. Running out of trap. Yep. All kinds of... it's. She, was it? She has the. Uh, is it the gif of lies, lies, lies? That's her, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> the nineties was your wheelhouse, huh? Uh, dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you. I remember getting up, getting ready for school, watching the box, waiting for uh, certain songs to come on, and getting home in the afternoon, wondering if my parents are home. Did and- you ever order them? No, I yeah, never ordered. Order. I'd have got my ass kicked if I had ordered a song. Off Are you box. kidding me? <laughs> now, Columbia House, they're still after me. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Columbia they House. don't even make CDs anymore, and I still haven't paid them. <laughs> Man, I didn't order this damn CD. It don't matter. I'm not sending it back. That's too much work. Rip it open. <laughs> I remember my dumb ass, Joe. I used to order uh, uh, VHSs from um, the videos. We used for the VCR. Yeah. I looked up. That'd be one hundred and twelve dollars. Yeah, you said it was one cent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you kept ordering, you jackass. <laughs> one cent is what you told me. One penny, not one hundred and twelve dollars. Tell you, Columbia House is a ripoff. <laughs> an absolute ripoff. Oh man, Ravens versus the Cardinals on Sunday. Jeremy, any reservations about this game? Not, not really. Um, you know, there's always a chance, a chance of a letdown game. Uh, I don't expect that from this team. 
Uh, Arizona has played much better at home. But again, like you're not just a, key, a team that's coming in bringing a, a great offense. You're not just a team that's coming in bringing a great defense. One of which, you know, either one of those things travel, mm-hmm. you're going to be in a game and have a chance to win it. If both show up, you're going to win most of your road games, I think. I, I mean, the Ravens are a top-tier team. People can say what they want. When you put out the list of, uh, you know, Ed and mine, uh, our top three teams, and we both had the Ravens in it, there were right. people questioning it, and people putting the 49ers in. I'm like, well, they're on a two-game losing streak. Well, they just lost to somebody bad. Yeah, and like, I, so I get everything you're saying, but sometimes you're in the moment looking at three, and in picking three is a little bit more difficult. Like I was, I was reading people and they're going, "How do you have the Ravens in your top three? I've got them at five. Oh, so we're really different then? No, you just you got to pick five. I got to pick three. <laughs> yeah, I made the split decision of who I thought was playing better football right now between some of these teams. But you know, again, this will change all throughout the year. We talked about uh, what was it a week or two ago having Miami and Detroit and. Hell, San Francisco, some people didn't even have them in their top yeah. three. You know? Yeah. The league changes week to week. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fans. Jeremy, Con, do you think it's a veteran's job to groom a rookie, especially at the same position? We'll answer that on the other side. Up next on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. For me as a quarterback in the room with Joe and Lamar, it was awkward. Let's just call it what it was. Brought me in at first to be in that room with Joe, and then they drafted Lamar and really kept me there to help be a mentor for Lamar Jackson. But for him and Lamar, it was more of learn from my example. That's uh, RG3 on The Ones podcast. And you hear he recounts... uh... Uh, he was brought in to basically groom Lamar because Joe Flacco wasn't doing it. He was just doing it by example. I'll go back to this word. He said awkward. That, to, that puts a different spin on it to me. And I'll go back to one play, the last play that Joe Flacco had before being benched because of injury. Pittsburgh Steelers, Lamar Jackson was brought in the game for a gimmick play. Joe Flacco drops back the pass. Lamar Jackson's on his right in the end zone doing jumping jacks. Flacco did not throw in the ball. Claims he didn't see him. There's no Joe Flacco should have never quarterbacked to get in the National Football League if he didn't see that man. <laughs> he should have never took, taken another another down if he didn't see that man wide or open. Wide open. That was the last game he played as a Raven. I just that I always thought that was intentional. Even though so many try to make an excuse of it, but that word that RG three uses as awkward kind of confirms it to me. So you know what it? And again, I'm not privy to this, but it feels like uh, the word he used in, in saying awkward just kind of tells you everything you need to know about yeah. it. Because, like, I think a lot of people like Joe Flacco don't think that he necessarily did anything wrong by not mentoring a young quarterback. Like, I go back. To, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I go back to Trent Green when he was talking about it, and he's like, "Look, you know, the Chiefs drafted a young quarterback, and they were." Uh, and he, they were asking him, "Was like, hey, are you gonna, you know, tutor this guy? Are you gonna take him under your wing?" I said, "Look, if he asks me questions, I'll answer them. I am not gonna go out of my way to show a guy how to take my job." Exactly. And I get that. I get that from a team aspect. You like to say it, and I think that's one of the reasons why RG three saying, 
you know, it's it's awkward. And I don't know that it's his responsibility to do it. I think everybody in that building liked Joe Flacco and realized that maybe he was a little bit more of a introvert might be the right word, but he did he marched to the beat of his own drum. He was doing his own thing. So I don't think um I don't think there was anything wrong with how Joe did this. I don't think he ignored Lamar or didn't ignored him in the end zone. Well, that's fair, but like I'm just saying, like I I don't know what that relationship was like, but I also believe that there's so many people in that building that like both of the guys that they don't want to come out and say anything bad. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Um, yeah, and I'm with you, Jeremy. It's not my job to teach you how to do this. It's not my job to do that. I'm, I'm not an instructor. I'm not a coach. You know, you got to pick up on that on your own. I think the Ravens were brilliant. You bring in, and I think maybe that's the model for other teams. Bring in a third-string quarterback who knows he's not starting. Let that guy mentor him. And, and RG3 was a good guy to mentor him because – RG3 is a guy that came in as a dual-threat quarterback. And his career changed because I, I, people say Haloti Nada. Haloti Nada may have started it. But if you watch that playoff game when they played Seattle, it looked like they had a monster truck show in that field, with the craters in that field. I think that ruined his career, to be honest with you. I think that's what it ended. But nonetheless, he was a perfect guy to tell him how to be cautious. Yeah. This is what happened to me. So I think that was a perfect fit. Well, I, I agree with that, too, because you had a career with, with guys that had similar, you know, trajectories when you're looking at what their skill level was and what you thought. I mean, RG3 went in the Heisman, you know, and, and then you look at uh, what Lamar did and then coming into the league and his ability to run and throw and, and all these things that were factored in. And, yeah, his career went the exact opposite yep. way that you don't that you wanted that you want Lamar's to go. So. I, I think there's some some absolute benefits of bringing somebody like that in to mentor him just a bit. RG3 continued on the Ones podcast and talking about the similarities uh, of the start of their career. My greatest accomplishments as an NFL player wasn't us winning the division in 2012 or being rookie of the year or being a Pro Bowl QB. One of my biggest accomplishments was in 2019 when Lamar Jackson won MVP. And I got to be a part of that, you know, got to be a part of that. Watch him grow from a, being a rookie to a second year player, watching him go from being the guy that was, you know, supposed to be the next guy to being the guy and just obliterating the league in 2019, winning the MVP, throwing for, I think, 36 touchdown passes to be a part of that and watch his growth over that time period. I'm very, very proud of that because I never had that in my quarterback room when I was the starting quarterback for the commanders. I never had that type of support, a guy that had been through what I had been through, had had played the game the way that I played the game and could help me understand certain things at a, at a better clip faster and to not repeat those same mistakes. There you go. That, that's it. In a mm-hmm. nutshell, number one, Number one, it sounds sincere. When you start spitting guys' stats out, <laughs> remembering other players' stats on your team, um, I believe that RG3 was able to celebrate that with him. I think RG3 was one of his biggest cheerleaders. Keep in mind, RG3 said he didn't have that kind of success, uh, uh, support because he had Kirk Cousins, who was in the same draft, and a coach who obviously didn't want him. Yeah. Yeah, you had you you drafted. Remember, I remember that draft and taking the quarterback. You're like, what the hell was that? 
Yeah. Did that really happen? It's like the a-hole in your fantasy league that drafts two quarterbacks early. You're like, uh-huh. what? what are you doing, man? <laughs> you messed up my strategy of waiting to get a... You got two. You don't even have two running backs. <laughs> Yesterday was the anniversary of. Uh, you like that? You like that? Yeah. Eight years. That was eight years ago. Wow. What a cornball that guy is. Oh, it's Kirk Cousins. They had two cornball quarterbacks. Two cornball. <laughs> RG three oh, was one too. I look. You, I like RG three, the commentator, because he he has taken his cornball status, and he's marketed it. He's still cornball. Oh, there's but, no but he, question. But he is. He's brilliant with it. He's like Tony Kornheiser, one of the biggest cornballs around, but brilliant with it. I he embraces it with the with the fluffy hat, fl- fairy hats and 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 jumping in the body of water. I mean, he he's brilliant with it, man. Yeah, I I, I love like him as a broadcast. I like him better. Um, we were just talking about with the interview, like this podcast and yeah. that format, and him telling stories. I feel like he he's a bit of a tryhard, and it's kind of hard not to be that when you you want people to know you, you know, you want people to to like you in that situation and, and hope that you can rise up the ranks because I do think he's talented. I just Very. like there's yeah there's sometimes I'm just listening to him like oh like I do corny dad jokes and bad like puns and stuff, uh-huh. and I could be a tryhard, but I listen to him and I go. Oh. That was just bad. See, I think I think the opposite. Man. I love him as a broadcast. I did not like him as a football player. I did not, Joe. I I, like I love his, him as a broadcast. His analysis is really good. He's See, spot that's what on. I like. Yeah. yeah, but the other aspect of it with this whole podcast right here, this specific thing about Lamar and Flacco, a lot of people are like, "You're just making this about yourself." Really? Because he's talking about it's a lot of I and I didn't have this and look what I did to help Lamar and he says later. I'm not taking credit for this. I'm just saying that I'm happy that I got to help. Yeah. A lot of other people are just like, look, dude, I, you said I and me way too many times in this. I do want to point out, though, like this is something where like when sending a text can be misinterpreted. Like he could be just telling you're asking Fair. him yeah. to give his experience. Yeah. And because he's saying I and me a lot, that's his experience that it comes across that he's making it about him. And I'm not saying I didn't get to listen to the whole thing, so I don't know if it sounded that way. But, you know, it, it can be frustrating at times when – you say something and it gets totally taken out of context. We were just talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Callers calling in saying, you said this. We're like, man, but tell us who said it. Well, I heard it on your station. What was it on this show? Do you think I listened to the station nonstop? Like, you know, all these things that apply it's to the it. the script. Yeah. You didn't get the script. I didn't get it yet. I mean, the script. I mean, don't we all read the same script? Well, he got, uh, RG3 also got chastised for the clickbait type. Because well, before he put the whole interview out, it was Joe. It was Joe Flacco made it awkward and didn't want to help Lamar, and it was only a twenty second clip. And they said, "What? What is this, man? Like, stop clickbaiting us." And he says, "No, I didn't. You didn't watch the clip." He says, "Yes, I did. I I get it that you're not trying to be mean, but this is a clickbait headline." Yeah, I I, I can get I like I get a little bit of that too with him. Like he was doing the the same thing when he was taking pictures of his wife and posting them, where it was like, "Yeah, that was I, that was weird." <laughs> it is that was weird. It was a little bit weird. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's kind of like we use whatever word you want, and then people are going to misinterpret in the type like of him. words you're using. But I like, like him. I mean, you called him a cornball. I think he's corny too. I like him though. As a, as a broadcast, as a commentator, I like him. Okay, he's solid. When he's on, I'm listening. I'm Switzerland. I don't dislike him. There's you're always a, Switzerland. No, I you t- are the president of Switzerland. Hold on. No, 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 no. You guys get mad when I don't care about it. Like, why would I? Like, if you gave me a topic of something that doesn't you're affect You're the damn me, president of Switzerland. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I don't want to be the president. He's got to make decisions. I'll be the vice president. It's what classic. Mean? What do you mean the president died? 
Don't we have someone that's supposed to fill in for him? You. No. We're on a stupid at 7 o'clock. But on the other side, well, we know what Melissa Kim's going to pick. See if Jeremy and I have the Ravens winning along with the rest of our picks from Sunday right here on The Fan. I just get excited. There's just certain certain segments during the football season that are better than others. And this here is one of them where we get to make our picks. Now, some of them I'm going to make on the fly because I haven't made my mind up about some of these games. Just to let you know. All right. Rams at Dallas, Jeremy Conn. What you got? Yeah, I think this is kind of close to keep it moving. Dallas has been really good at home, um, and I expect them to bounce back here and uh, get a big win. You know, you're looking at a, a spot where the Rams are kind of getting a little bit healthy, but I don't know who they are either. Like, they've been in a lot of games, and I don't think this will be a blowout by any stretch, but I think Dallas wins. Dallas wins this one. I got Dallas in this one as well. Um, I think Dallas is going to make a move real soon. I don't mean a roster move. I just think I think they're a better team than what we've been seeing on the field. Yep. All right. Minnesota at Green Bay. Jeremy, I'm going Minnesota in this one. I'm going Green Bay. I think the wrong team's favored here. Uh, I think we look at a lot of different things. Minnesota coming off their big win with the 49ers, and they've had back-to-back wins now, Bears and 49ers. We look at a Green Bay team coming off a bye, losing to Denver. I think Green Bay's the right side of it here, and I'll be taking them. Okay. Um, Atlanta at Tennessee, who you got? It's really hard to take Tennessee here, isn't it? Like, just I, I like Atlanta. I like the team better. They're on back-to-back road games, but Tennessee's out here dismiss like trading players away. Like, wh- what is that? Like, that's an important. Byard's an important player to that defense, which is already bad against the pass. It's one of the worst pass defenses in the league. Not that Atlanta's going to take advantage of that because they're going to come out and run it every damn time. But uh, I think we see Bijan play this weekend, bounce back. I like Atlanta. Um, I, I like Atlanta because Tennessee doesn't want to win. And Joe just put, said something real interesting in my ear. It's been an era. It's been an era. This yeah. could be Derrick Henry's final game with the Tennessee Titans. In fact, I'll take it one step further, Joe. Between now and Sunday, if they have a trade partner that's imminent, he won't play Sunday. Yeah, they were saying it's almost a foregone conclusion that he's gone. There were reports out of Buffalo saying he was going there. Yeah. Or there was a report out of Nashville saying he was going to Buffalo. I'll say that. And then there was another report saying that the Ravens were close. They they yeah. were in on making a deal for him. New Orleans at Indianapolis. I'm going to Indianapolis on this one. I know they don't have a starting quarterback, but I, I think New Orleans is a bad football team. I, yeah, but I think New Orleans has a good defense. Um, I think New Orleans shows up and wins this game against Indy. Okay. I like New Orleans. All right. Uh, New England versus mm-hmm. Miami. Keep it moving. Uh, keep it moving. We're going to go with Miami here. New England got their uh, their upset victory last week. I don't think it's happened in two weeks in a row, especially in Miami where Miami's going to handle them. Okay, let's go uh, Jets versus Giants. I'm going Jets. You're on Miami too, right? You didn't make a pick. Oh, yeah, there. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah I, I, when I said keep it moving, I assumed. I, I yeah. was keeping it moving. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants here at home. Um, lots of talk about this game. My buddy Sean Marash getting beat up up in uh, for the fan in New York. I saw that. Yeah. I love Marash. You want Giants at home? I'm going Giants at home. You know, both of them at home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking, how does that work for season tickets? Because the Giants season tickets. So, okay. so, so, like, if you're a Jets, you'd be like, yeah. that's BS, man. Yeah. That you guy's said, in my seat yeah. for next week. I'm going Jets. I said I'm going Jets in this one. Did I? Did I yeah, you that? said Jets. All I'm right. going Giants. That would be kind of fun to go to the game to see who your, uh, who your partner is. Seat the, buddy yeah. is. Yeah. Hey. I keep it warm for you on the weeks you're not here. It's smelly when you when you're here. <laughs> All right, Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. I think they pull off an upset. I got Jacksonville in this one all the way. 
Philadelphia, Washington, you want to keep it moving, Philly? I'm keeping it moving here. Washington made it interesting last time. Houston versus Carolina. All right, so I'm taking quite a few upsets here. I I took Carolina off their bye week to get a win, their first win of the Mm. year against Houston. I got Houston all the way. I think C.J. Stroud is going to say, yeah. You're probably right. You should have drafted me. But I I definitely think that uh, either, what was it, uh, Carolina or what was the other uh, small favorite? There was another one. Or the the Giants. I think one of those teams wins. It's cool. Cleveland versus Seattle. Who you got? I went Seattle at home. I got Seattle at home as well. It's a tough one. Uh, Kansas City at Denver. I'm going Kansas City. Keep it moving. All right, all right. Cincinnati as uh, San Fran. It's gone up to four and a half now. I like San Fran a lot here. I like them a lot too. I like them winning by more than a touchdown. I don't does know it, that Cincinnati's right. Does it matter who who starts a quarterback nope. for you? Nope. Okay. You can bring it's in a system. I Joe, get that. Hey but Joe, Joe, do you have an extra 49ers jersey? I understand. You that. Never played quarterback in the National Football League. I because. They might win with you. Uh, that's true, but <laughs> I don't know if Sam Darnold is good enough to play uh, in that system. I bet Sam Darnold looks – I bet you say, man, the Jets really messed Sam Darnold up after this game. Are you Fair kidding enough. me? They, they went to Sam Darnold and said, you white, you Brock Purdy. Get in there. You find Sam <laughs> that's Darnold. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Get your ass in there. <laughs> You're the same guy. Chicago at Chargers. I'm going Chargers on this one. Yeah, Chargers. All right, Monday Night Football, Las Vegas versus Detroit. Keep De- it moving. Detroit, yeah. But look, I, I think this is an interesting spot. There are over 70% of the people betting on the Lions. The line going in the wrong direction. But yeah, Detroit wins this game, I believe. And Baltimore Ravens at Arizona. Give me a winner. Give me a score. I'm going to take the Ravens. I didn't even think about a score before you even asked me. Um, I do think the Ravens win this game. I think it might be a little closer than what you think. Um, do I believe it'll be high scoring? I'll say 27 27- 20 Ravens. Now, you said Ed has a result, but not a score, Joe? Yeah, he just uh, he has the Ravens winning. Okay. But, uh, you know, who do you think he picked between the Jets and Giants? Jets. Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jets. Um, I'm surprised he didn't pick the Bucks last night. I'm going Baltimore over Arizona. I'm going 34-17. Okay. Yeah. It's what it should be. I'm going with it. Okay. I'm going with it. And 17 is garbage points. Let's go out to Gambrels. Uh, Gambrels, I'm sorry. Get Ron. Ron, what's up, man? Hey, guys. So I got a cool RG3 story. And, and Rob, I, I do monster truck shows for a living. And that field was rougher than any of our tracks. That it, was, we ever it, was, had. it was It was. ridiculous. You shouldn't have played on that field. Yeah. He shouldn't have, right? So, But I, I fly every weekend with the monster trucks, right, all over the country, all over the world. And I was in BWI. And I saw this this cute woman come walking into the airport with these kids, and she had a gaggle of bags, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's what's going on over here? And then I, I turn around, and here comes RG3, and they're late to the airport, trying to get through, got the kids, got the bags. So with that stupid status you get from flying all the time, I walked over to him and said, hey, need a hand getting through security? Walked him in through security with us. We both were going to Arlington. I was doing a show at uh, at AT&T at Cowboy Stadium, and I guess he was flying the same way. But what I wanted to say is I've never met a more humble guy. Yeah. Literally as humble as it could be, beautiful family, and was just super cool. He ended up coming over, thanking me, took me, bought me lunch. Just a just an overall great dude. I'm glad I like that story, Rob. Thanks a lot, man. I heard the exact same story, but – like the exact opposite, same story about Rob Long. So it's if you meet him at the airport, what an a hole! What a, unless unless he just he's in one of those moods where he's giving out tickets. He goes in sometimes to different bars around town and he makes it rain tickets. You don't know what night it's for, but you know you're going. 
He just bah, bah. sound effect the dog. <laughs> I looked at you guys. <laughs> The sound effect made no sense for any. Rob's watching me as I'm making it rain. I feel like it needed a sound. I just couldn't do this. Then people hear that and think I'm doing something else. It's like one of those cash machines. What is? What is? What is that? I told you it needed a sound, and I didn't know what. I'm a six million dollar man. Ravens Cardinals over under at seven fifteen, but on the other side. It gets stupider with the world of stupid with Jeremy. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of dumb things. We're going to talk about um, (laughs) this is another interesting uh, story of uh, a teacher hooking up with a student. This one has layers to it, though. And the woman is, I think she's drop dead gorgeous. I'll tell you the story behind that. teacher? Yes. And what happened? I'm hot for teacher. We're also going to talk about uh, a model that went through the airport and said, what? How did those three kilos of cocaine get into my luggage? I didn't put them in there. And tell you what happened with their story. And we got a couple other stupid things for you leading into the weekend. So stay tuned for the World of Stupid right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 